the U.S. and the Soviets on the brink of nuclear war. The president's motorcade needs AAA. And I do some shopping. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Wednesday, October 14th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it's Amazon Prime Day, so, you know, day two. I'm a little distracted. There's so many good things here. Water pick for 40 bucks. Um, I'll try to continue to do the podcast and tell you about today. Uh, it is National Dessert Day today. So make yourself some dessert. And you know, if you wanted to do that, man, there's some really good stuff here on Amazon for that. A blender for 20 bucks. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's also National Kick Butt Day, a day for self motivation, you know, to, to really concentrate on the work that you're doing and end up trying to achieve a a goal today. There's nothing that can distract you. You can get your job. Oh, trail mix for four bucks. That's pretty good. Um, Yeah, yeah. You could get your job done without distractions. Maybe they shouldn't have done Prime Day on that same day. But yeah, kick butt day today. Uh, It's also National Pet Obesity Day. So I'm just going to order my cat a treadmill. Hmm. 20 bucks. Yeah, you know, recently my cat has been sort of into those YouTube videos. They have YouTube videos for cats. Yeah, I'm trying not to let them watch those videos because, you know, that's going to make them obese. Oh, a massager for six bucks. Wow. Uh, Oh, that's not a massager. Uh, Yeah. uh, Okay. So uh, (laughs) today uh, the world was on the brink of nuclear disaster and it all started because of some U2 photos. Yeah, uh, we'll tell you that story right after this. The world has never been as close to the brink of nuclear war as it was in October of 1962. The Cold War between the US and the Soviet Union was reaching a boiling point. Nikita Khrushchev, the Soviet Union leader, didn't like that the U.S. had nukes in Turkey. Cuba was unhappy with the United States because of the Bay of Pigs invasion, uh, which, in case you don't know about the Bay of Pigs, it was a failed attempt by the U.S. to be a little bit sneaky and take out Fidel Castro, the leader of Cuba. Khrushchev began to think that the American president, JFK, was a weak leader. He was too young and unprepared. Khrushchev was most likely sipping on some vodka. Yeah, I I know that's a stereotype about Russian people, but you know what? They do have really good vodka, so could you blame them? Anyway, uh, Khrushchev decided to place missiles in Cuba. You know, this, this would help to protect Castro, so Castro was happy about it, and it would put Soviet nukes within striking range of Washington, D.C. It would also allow Khrushchev to have easy access to cigars, which go great with vodka. Yeah, on this day in 1962, a U-2 plane flew over Cuba. It took nearly 1,000 photos, and in those photos, they found a missile base under construction and some objects that were later believed to be medium-range missiles. The next day, JFK would see the photos, and he was faced with several options. Does he ignore it? Does he use diplomacy? Make a secret 
attractive offer to Cuba, invade Cuba, bomb the missile sites? Does he call Maryland? Or does he form a blockade? What does he do? His joint chief of staffs all recommended the same thing. They wanted a full-scale invasion. JFK thought that that would make us look like trigger-happy cowboys. Well, planning went on for several days, and on the 22nd of October, JFK went on TV to reveal the details to the country. This is what he said. It shall be the policy of this nation to regard any nuclear missile launched from Cuba against any nation in the Western Hemisphere as an attack by the Soviet Union on the United States, requiring a full retaliatory response upon the Soviet Union. He decided to stand up to Khrushchev, tell the nation to prep for war, and then block the missiles from getting to Cuba. The part of the speech that I just played is famous. It's all over, right? When you hear about the Cuban Missile Crisis, you hear that part of the speech. What I really liked was the end of the speech, which is rarely played. So I'm going to play that. Listen to this. Our goal is not the victory of might, but the vindication of right. Not peace at the expense of freedom, but both peace and freedom here in this hemisphere. And we hope around the world, God willing, that goal will be achieved. Ah, what a speaker. All right. So secretly, negotiations continued. While the negotiations were happening, Cuba shot down a U-2 spy plane. Khrushchev was all Havana, no, no, no. He began to question his working. Yeah, he, he told Havana not to do this. He specifically said, do not engage. Well, he began to question his workings with Castro. He thought that they would use the weapons if they were ever invaded. However, uh, he still didn't like the missiles in Turkey. So what to do? Well, JFK would agree to remove the missiles in Turkey in exchange for the removal of the Soviet missiles in Cuba. The deal was done and the war was averted. Some good things did come out of this. Of course, not going to war. That's a great thing. But also NATO, uh, the Warsaw Pact, and that hotline between Moscow and D.C. It was there so that hopefully a situation like this wouldn't happen again. All right. In 1975, Gerald Ford's motorcade was driving through Hartford when it was struck by another car. Agents jumped out, guns drawn, thinking that this was an assassination attempt on the president. No, it was just a traffic accident. Yeah, the police there locally in Hartford admit that they were at fault for this and didn't clear the traffic properly. The Secret Service agents did relax. They put the guns away, got back in the car, continued their trip to the airport. Although a few of them, I'm sure, did stay back to exchange insurance information. Do you have to do that with the president? <laughs> Does he have AAA? It would be kind of funny to see the motorcade just being towed to the airport. That would be a little entertaining. Anyway, Ford was not injured in the incident. Just a few weeks before this, though, he had an assassination attempt against him. Another two weeks before that, he had another assassination attempt at him. Man, 1975 was not 
Ford's year. Definitely. All right. Let's move to 1980. Presidential nominee Ronald Reagan promised to name a woman to the Supreme Court. And we were just days away from the election like we are now. And he made a campaign promise. He did make good on that promise. Remember when politicians did that? Yeah. He appointed Sandra Day O'Connor during his first year in office. Turning now to 2012, Felix Baumgartner, an Austrian skydiver, daredevil, and base jumper, successfully jumped to Earth from a helium balloon in the stratosphere. He landed in New Mexico, and this was all sponsored by Red Bull, because why? Well, Red Bull gives you wings, so I guess that was the whole point of this. You know, legally, maybe they should have to put some sort of disclaimer on there that Red Bull doesn't actually give you wings. I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there. Actually, if somebody out there wants to go ahead and call a lawyer, I'll jump in on that, because I've had a couple Red Bulls, and I've never gotten wings. It's never happened, so, um, you know, maybe we can make some cash on that. Anyway, last year, a man in Ireland bought his first ever lottery ticket. He put it in his wallet, and then he heard that somebody won the lottery, so he didn't really care too much, but he decided to go to the store and get it checked anyway. Yes, his first lottery ticket he ever purchased, he takes it back to the store to check it, he won a half a million. Irish guy that was lucky, imagine that. It's stereotype day today too, I guess. All right, birthdays today. Dwight D. Eisenhower was born on this day in 1890. He died in 1969. He actually lended a hand and advised JFK during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, I didn't get that into the story, but hey, maybe I should have since it's Ike's birthday. Uh, It's also Roger Moore's birthday. He's a former 007. He would be 93 today, but he died in 2017. Usher is 42. Stacey Keebler's 41. Jared Goff, the football player, is 26. And Rowan Blanchard is 19. That's your look at October 14th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Those Amazon prices that I uh, quoted earlier were all wrong, so you don't have to report those to me. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.